Welcome everyone, Be'ez HaShem, continue with Dershim, Shavur, and Simen, Dalit, Sif Ches, Shein, number 12, Chav Ches, Adar, Alav, Toshin, Pei Be'ez, March 1st, 2022. Once again, chapter 4, Sif Ches, number 8, discussing the Allah has Natila Sudaim, washing one's hands in the morning. And the Mechavah tells us, Natilos Yadaim Shachris, Einat Neutl Al-Gabi Karko, Elo Lusayich Kli. Sounds like an obvious statement, but it has to be stated. That one should not be washing his hands in the morning on in the water pouring and falling down to the ground, but rather he should be washing the water into a container, into a cleat. Explains the Mishra and Sivkot in Yudches, Kismin is also, even on top of twigs or things that will absorb the water is still awesome. Because the Ruach Ra is resting on that water and then on the place where mm. where the water has has uh, spilled onto sivkot niyates therefore you should use a cleave therefore it's appropriate to place two kalim by your head one with water and one empty that you can pour the water into after you pour the water on your hands so I want to point out that there are svarim that talk about the importance of it saying mirashoisov that you should place the water by your head because not only is it important to have negevas or water by your bed ideally but it's not just by your bed but it's at the head of your bed if it's possible because this way it'll enable you to remove that impurity the tumah from your hands quicker and faster. Let's take a look over here in. And the deer should they bring also, um, that's actually the next halacha. So I just want to share with you a uh, shari tshuva, that the shari tshuva over here on top, Sifkon Ches, he says, he brings to the Berke Yosef, that the custom for those who are concerned to do the will of Hashem in the best way possible, that one should not, it, it's on, on the same page, it's on the Shari Tshuva Sifkot Neches, the Shari Tshuva is the parish right above, the Mishnah Brura right there, and he says that the, the Minig would be that people would be careful that after you wash Nagel Vaser, so like we just explained, you have the water in one cup, and then you have the bowl. So after you wash your hands, the water's in the bowl, not to make brachas in the room where you have that water. Right. Not to oh. not to say shema, not to say that you washed with the ruach ruah in the room. Now, if you did, the brachas are totally fine, you do not make a new bracha. But there are those who are chorid varashem who were marked on this? He brings here that this great tzaddik we're talking about here hundreds of years ago. The Shavuot was already 150 years ago, and he's quoting before him. So, so uh, just important to be aware of this this custom that people can uh, try to be careful with. Sif Tes. The waters that one washes his hands in the morning with, it is forbidden to derive benefit from it. 
Similarly, one should not pour out these waters in the house or in the place or in the place where people pass by, people walk by. Now, what time we say over here is also a homeless man. So we're approaching Purim, Abolin Taiva, followed by Pesach. What kind, of, what kind of an Isser are we talking about over here? Is this Isser Hano, Isser Hano of like, like a Chomets and Pesach? And Chomets and Pesach, if you have a dog, or you have your neighbor has a dog, or there's a stray dog, and you have Chomets and Pesach, you can't feed those dogs, any of those dogs, whether it's your dog, not your dog, a, a stray dog. You cannot feed them because you are still getting hanor. You're getting benefit. Is that what we're discussing here? Mm-hmm. So let's take a look over here in Sivkot and Chaf. Al Kain, In other words, like this: Don't give these waters. You have a dog in your house. You have an animal in the barn. Don't feed. Don't give these waters to drink from the water of Ma'imachreinim. Don't think. You know what? Instead of the Gemara Yavama says that it. Why should you pour out water? It's Mariyavamas. Why should you pour out water and waste water if someone else could benefit from it? So you say over here, listen, it's a good midah. My animal could benefit from it. Why should I pour it down the drain? So it says, no. It's also lehonis mihem. It's, it's forbidden to derive benefit from it. Wow. Now, explains the derech achayim that this is not an iser hana, like we're familiar with, like by Pesach example I gave. It's not an iser hana, that type of aser. It's rather because it's a sakono shruach ra. It's a sakono of ruach ra. That's the concern. That's what we're concerned over here. V'chein kasev be'er loch lekaman. So to by hilchus Shabbos. Let's say on Shabbos, after you wash negel v'aser, let's say you have it by your bed. Are you now permitted to take those waters and pour them out? So why is you say, well, why not? Maybe it's muksa. So the answer is, it's not muksa. It's not considered like it's muksa on Shabbos. Because you're doing this for a purpose, you want to remove this ruach ra. You don't want this ruach ra to be sitting in the room, or you don't want it to get to an animal or anybody else to uh, ingest it. So the Mechaber told us, don't pour out these waters, because once again, a person can get damaged through this Ruach Ra. You should pour it out on a slanty and a slope, so it pours downward, or an offer in like a soft earth, then no one's going to go over there. Nowadays, we don't pour it out on the soft earth, we Baruch Hashem have plumbing. And the custom is as follows, either one of two things, you'll either pour it down the toilet, you flush the toilet because you don't want the water to sit there, because we, we have discussed that you don't want to necessarily go over these, these waters. So a person sits down on the waters in the toilet, it's not ideal. Or you pour it down the drain, if you're pouring it down the drain, it's also uh, encouraged, one's encouraged to also rinse the, wa- the sink out, or if you have some, uh, you also want to rinse out the Nagelwasser bowl, the washing bowl, you also pour some water on that as well to like wa- wash away that ruach ra. That's the the custom well, today. Why can't you? Yes. Why, why in the first in the first part it says not to wash over the ground or on uh, twigs, and now you're saying you can wash over soft ground. Soft ground absorbs it. Well, the, the soft ground is going to absorb it. No one's going to walk over there. The point is, no one's going to walking over there. Right. 
the concern is, I believe, in the other places that people are going to walk in those areas. Or it lays on the surface. Or, or, just, or it just stays there. Or as Abnachim wants to suggest, it just stays there and it's not being absorbed. So it's just staying around. Perhaps that's the understanding. Okay, let's see further. Um, in Sif Yud, Mechabe says on top of the page, Noitel Kli shall mayim biyad yimino vinoisin yad smoilo, kidei she yorik mayim al yimino tchilo. In Sif Yud, we're discussing over here, in Sif Yud, we're discussing the procedure of actually how to wash. Now, I do want to correct something. If I said it on the recording about taking your, your cup with the two hands together, I'm not sure if I did. So that's not what the Mechaber says. So Mechaber says you pick up the cup with your right hand. And you place it in your left hand. So you pick up with your right, there's water in it already, then you put it into the left. Why? Why do you want to do this? Because you want to be pouring the water on your right hand first. Okay, you want to pour the water on the right hand first. Why do you want to pour the water in your right hand first? Because the right hand represents chesed. The left hand represents din, judgment. Now, now, you'll say, well, we're learning Mishtabrura here. We're learning Shulchan Aruch. We're not learning the Zayar Kodesh. Take a look. Of course, there's nothing wrong if you're uh, holding by learning that. Take a look at the Mishwin Sivkotin Chaf Beis. You take the cup with the right hand and you put it in the left hand. Why? Because you want yemin, the right hand which is chesed, to overpower the left hand which is din. Especially now, what's going on in the world, we want to make sure that we can implore Hashem with as much chesed as possible. Now, that being the case, if a person is a lefty, there are halachas by lefty that they do things a little differently. In this regard, the lefty does the same as the righty. Why? Because of the reason that we just explained. That what? That you want the right hand of chesed to overpower the left hand of din. That left represents din. And we don't want din. Okay. That is sif yud. Simen yud, rather. Uh, well, try again. Sif yud. Discussing the procedure of of how you should take the cup. Now... But yes, sir, you said with both hands, so which, which Well, hands? so I just corrected myself. Oh, that's what you That's what I said, right? No, that's what I can't hear. Right. Okay, so yeah. you do it with your right hand. Uh, listen, if you do it with your both hands, you're, so, you're showing chashivas. Right. You're showing chashivas. It's, right. it's not a problem. Right. Chashivas a mitzvah. Right. Okay, there, I believe there are those who bring that down. I'm just saying what the Mechaber says here. That's why I corrected myself. In, okay. in regards to what the Mechaber says. Right. Now, the Mechaber says in Sefer Aleph, one should not take the water from a person who did not wash his hands in the morning yet. Okay? It's an interesting scenario. Maybe it's once again talking about the case of the butler. If one has lots of butler or something like this. It says, says, You don't want somebody, not just to take the water, rather, but you don't want them to pour the waters on your hand. You don't want to pour the waters on your hand. He's allowed to bring you water, but you don't want to pour the waters if he didn't wash himself yet. If he didn't wash, he should not be pouring the waters on your hand. If he's a non-Jew. I'm sorry? If he's a non-Jew, there's no concern. If, if, it were if he's a non-Jew, it should not be in concern. Right. right. 
Siv Kodnach of Dalit, Mimishaloi Natal, of a Nitila Lachila Rashoi, this in regards to washing one's hands for eating. So let's say a person did not wash his hands yet for eating. He is permitted, or she is permitted to wash the other person's hands, even though they did not wash their hands for food yet. But we're discussing Shachris. We're discussing the Tilo Sadaim Shachris for the morning. And we see there are some differences in this halacha. Mm-hmm. Therefore, in that case, for washing for bread, someone can pour the water on someone else's hands even though they did not wash themselves yet. He says further over here in Sif Yud Beis. The shayla is like this. Shayla is, can you pour your hand, put your hands into a container, into a body of water, Let's say you don't have a cup, you don't have a cleat. And you rub your hands together to wash your hands. Is this sufficient of a washing? So the first question you'll have to ask me is, well, what kind of washing are you doing? We're discussing a few different types of washing. Washing one category could be for tefillah. Another category could be for ruach ruh. So what type of washing are we talking about? So let's take a look here in Sif Yod Beis. If you rub your hands together into a container of water, also loid netila l'kriyashma v'letfila, also loid netila, you have a good netila for what? A good washing for reciting kriyashma. And the good washing, washing for reciting, for davening. But not for the ruach ra that's on your hands. But not for the ruach ra that's on your hands. So we see over here like this. We discussed this in the previous pages of the Mishnah earlier, that when it comes to removing the ruach ra, this evil spirit that rests on the hands after a person wakes up in the morning, in order to remove this ruach ra, it has to be specifically three times each. It has to be specifically three times each. Now, in regards to washing his hands to daven and shema and the like, that he already accomplished. That he washed his hands. doesn't need three times each. We do three times each for both to accomplish everything together. It says further in the Mechaber, Im shich shich yodav begimul you immersed your hands, you rubbed your hands together in three different bodies of water. There's a shiloh as to whether or not that will be sufficient to remove the ruach ra. So we just finished saying that rubbing your hands together in a, in a container is not going to work, not going to help to remove the ruach ra. The Mechaber has a Shiloh, which he doesn't answer. It's interesting. He poses a question, doesn't answer. And he says, what happens if I take my hands and I immerse them in three different bodies of water? Is that going to be sufficient to remove the Ruach Ra Shalayin? So let's take a look here at the Mishra Sifkot Nechafei, discussing that immersing your hands into a container will suffice for Kriyashma, will help for Kriyashma, will help, and now you can dive in as well. So, not only can you immerse your hands, but you can make a bracha. 
Not only can you put your hands in this water, but you can make a bracha. So you'll ask, wait a minute, why can I make a bracha? I didn't wash my hands three times each to remove the rach ra. And the answer is because we do not make a bracha just for the ruach ra. That's not a reason why Chazal instituted to make a bracha. Chazal instituted Machlegis, member in Sifkat and Aleph, the Rosh and the Rashba. The Rosh says, we always have to go back to Sifkat and Aleph of Simon Dalit. The Rosh said, the reason why you wash your hands in the morning is for what? It's for davening, correct. And the Rasha said because because you're a new creation. So that's why Chazal instituted to make a a bracha. But not for Ruach Ros. Over here, I wash my hands. So I can make a bracha. That's what the Mishra is telling us over here. Because it's it's based and learned out from the parishes we're learning now of the building of the Kiyar, which is discussed more by Midbar, about the Kehanim washing their hands and feet by the Kiyar. And it's a matter of washing... And you'll read the words again over here. It says, It says you wash your hands from it. Generally speaking, even inside of it will work. So explains like this. If you stick your hands and rub them together in this kli, even you do this a hundred times, I feel the upon him, it's considered to be one time. Because as soon as you put your hands into that container, you made them tummy, you made the waters tummy. It's like you uh, pour it only one time, it's like you rub your hands together only one time in this water. Now, I want to point out, a person should be just aware of this, just finished saying that if you put your hands into a clee, it's considered that you only wash them one time. A person has to be careful in the morning to be cognizant of the fact of not putting your hand in t- inside, into the container of the water, the clee, the washing cup, when you wake up in the morning. You, you, you're just getting out of bed, your, your eyes are still closed maybe, and you're looking around, half open maybe, you have to be careful because once your fingers go into that clean in the morning, you're done with it. You can't use those waters anymore. Now, what are you going to do? You have to go walk to the sink and wash your hands by the sink because now you were just metami those waters. Mm-hmm. Now, if your hand goes into the waters at night, at night, when you're setting it up, that's not a problem because your hands aren't tummy at night. Now, all, you, all you did was made your hand wet. But in the morning, your hands are tummy. Okay. Says further. And that's why the Mechaber has a Shaila afterwards in regards to different bodies of water. In the first white line he says in the Deir tradition, Not only do you need Eroi, not only do you need a situation of pouring, but once again, the lav dafke iru bi'inon lav irachro va'afilu rechitza sagi or bi'inon iroi mikli al yodav. So is it that you need the specifically that it's being poured on your hands, or is it that that and it's poured from a kli, or is it that you're placing your hands in three different sections of water? That's a shaila that the that the mechaber has because of him a god in the alfiza im tochav yodoi benohar shalish pamim by bishalig amuna chala aritz bishalish mekaymes bichulafim. If a person stuck his hand in three different bodies of rivers, 
No, no, sorry, not three different rivers. It's the same river three times. Okay, but Ivanar Shalish Pamim. Or you're you're uh, in the snow. You wake up. You don't watch Negev So you have a bright idea. You what's your idea? You stick your hand in the snow. Take off your gloves and put your hands in the snow. So there are two opinions over here. Two opinions over here. The Prima Godim says that it's not going to work. We're going to see a different opinion that says it does work. Okay? So the Lafizette, It's not going, it will help for davening, but it will not help to remove the Ruach Ra. It will help, says the Primagodim, for davening, because once again you wash your hands. And you can even make a brach. But it's a suffix, he says. It's a suffix. It's a doubt. Will this be sufficient if you stick your hands in the snow or if you stick your hands three times in the river? Because maybe you need specifically for the water to be poured onto you from a kli, from a container, from a cup. However, you have a lenient approach. The Aritzes Chaim, which is the Malbum and the Vush Yisrod, on the Achreinim on the side of the Shachanaruch, on the Bama Shachanaruch, Pasku de Benar, by a river, Rechim Beshalek, and so too by snow, Omei Mikvah, and a body of water, Mahani Aflahave Ruach Ra. They say it helps to stick your hands into the snow or into the body of water to remove the Ruach Ra. Vafilu Ein Behem Abayim Sa. And even if you do not have 40 Sa, it still will help remove the Ruach Ra. Vayin Shem Oiva, it's Chaim. The Mishra says, take a look further in the Arts of Zachayim, who elaborates more on this topic. So, just to review, before we go further in Sifkan Chavot, we had a Shaila. Can a person wash his hands in three, in, in sticking his hand three times into the river? Can a person stick his hands if he, into the snow to remove the Ruach Ra? So he said, for davening, 100% it works. And you can even make a bracha alan tilos in the morning. However, there's a machloikis as to whether or not it's going to help to remove the Ruach Ra. And we have over here, the Mishra brings, from the Arches of Chaim and the Vushas Rad, that there's a lean approach that one can be make along lenient, if need be, to rely on. Yeah, so just to repeat that, so you see over here that this, that you're sticking your hands into the snow, it doesn't say you're doing that three times. Right? right. So that, for tefillah alone, that would suffice, apparently, from what the Mishra is bringing down over here, from the Arches of Chaim, even before that, from the Prima Godin, that's, uh, that would work. And, and, um, and you have to know, because he might say, in the case of, uh, no, I was just figuring he says, the truth is, he does, he does say that you, you did stick your hands in three times in the snow also. So maybe you should also put three times in the snow before you make the bracha of Alantil Sadayim for the morning. We continue with Sikhan Chavav, where he says like this, that if you don't wash three times, it's not going to remove the Ruach Ra that's on their hands. Says the Mishra, So therefore, a person should make sure to wash his hands a second time. Let's say he davened, the whole entire davening. And he never washed his hands. You see, I want to take that back. He, you, you do see very clearly that you can make the wash your hands, make a bracha, even if it's not three times, because you're making antitil sedayim for shachris, and and um, you don't have you're not washing three times, and after the avening you are going to go back and wash three times. 
Why? Because you didn't do that beforehand. But you did make a bracha. So how did you make a bracha if you didn't wash three times? Mistami didn't wash three times. So you see over there, you did not wash three times, and you can still make the bracha. And that being the case, that being the case, um, when it comes to after davening, you have to still remove the ruach ra. So you ask me a question, why did you remove ruach ra? So there's two reasons I want to I share with you. Number one is because you don't want to keep the ruach ra on your hands for, for no reason. That's number one. Number two is because if you turn back to the previous page, and you'll notice that in Sif Gimel it says that one should not touch any open parts of his body, like we learned yesterday, because it could be mazik, it could damage those parts of his body, his ears, eyes, nose, right, all these open parts of his body. If a person has ruach raw on his hands, so you don't want to touch those open parts of his body because then it could damage the person. Okay, Sif Yud Gimel. Sif Yud Gimel. The says like this. If a person was up a whole entire night, he's near kolalayla. He's just stopping with some little yodo shachris lispalu lahave ruach rov miyodo. It's a shayla like this. Shayla is, what brings the need to wash one's hands in the morning? So the shayla is, he's just stopping with some little yodo shachris lispalu lahave ruach rov miyodo. Is it the night that brings the need to wash one's hands? Or is it the fact that he was sleeping? Well, if he wasn't sleeping, if he wasn't sleeping, so then maybe he doesn't have to wash his hands. But if it's the night, so then he has to wash his hands either way. What about the bracha? So the Ramah says, the yitlaim below bracha. The Ramah says, in such a case, a person's up all night, you should wash them without a bracha. Okay. Now, in the Mishra Sivkad and Chavzayin, he says, If you slept a little, everyone will agree you have to wash your hands properly in the morning like you regularly do. You slept a little? How much is a little? So we'll see later on. He says here, we'll discuss this more in depth later on. You slept on your bed for Shnaz Keva. How much is Shnaz Keva? How much is a shnas keva? So a shnas keva is a is a sleep that is kavua. Kavua means set. A set sleep was a discussion in the place game how much time that is, and and the amount of time is discussed. We we'll say let's say for now a half an hour for sure is a shnas keva. Since hands move around, and since a person he scratches himself in the covered part of his body, he touches himself in the covered part of his body, therefore he should wash his hands. But if he just sleeps, a shnasarai, which we'll discuss once again more in detail how much that is, but we'll say now is less than a half an hour. According to the Rosh, it's as if he didn't sleep at all and he would not have to wash his hands. Siv Kodn Chavches. So the case is once again, the person is up a whole entire night, and the shayla is as to whether or not he has to wash his hands. Is it the night that brings the need to wash your hands, or is it the, or is it the fact that he was sleeping? So the mechaber says he should stop im sarech lito yaldu shachus lehispalel to daven ulahavir the high nulit filo yish sofek in the hatam shalom tiyos to daven shachus karaj vole el mishdebrusiv kadn alif for tfilo the shayla is like the rajba. <coughs> 
like we mentioned in the Rajb and Sivkana Aleph, is it for Tfilo? Um, once again, nine with Tfilo Yesh Safek, Imatam Shontil Sadaim Shachas, is it like the Rajba? Even though he's not a There's a din called loy plug. Loy plug means we don't deviate. We keep the halacha the same across the board. Loy plug. Plug literally means to separate, to divide. So we say loy plug. We don't divide. We don't separate. And we say as follows: that a person, that a person. Has to make, has to wash, and then make a bracha, even when he didn't sleep at all. He's up a whole night. That's the first understanding. Maybe the reason like the rush. And therefore, if he was up a whole entire night, and he didn't touch, he knows he didn't touch, unless he's wearing gloves, like we'll see in the bare lock in a minute, unless he's wearing gloves and he knows his hands are clean. So he wouldn't have to wash. In regards to removing the Ruach Ra, there's also a Suffolk. Now, what brings the Ruach Ra? So, we're discussing two different topics here. Number one, washing for davening, if you're up all night. Number two, is the Ruach Ra, if you're up all night. And therefore, even if you're sleeping by day, Shayre Ruach Ra, the Ruach Ra is on you on your hands. With Sarah Little Yodov, and you have to wash your hands. Vinaya Balaila in Sarah Little Yodov, but if you're up all night, you don't wash your hands. Oh, Halaila Goyama Ruach Ra, or is it the night? Is it the night that causes the Ruach Ra? In Kenya, then the Hebach, then Allah will be around. Because, meaning what? That if it's the night that causes the Ruach Ra, so you have to wash your hands anyway. So that's the suffix that's brought down. He's explaining here the machlok, the the, the shayla in the in the mechaber. So the Ramaz said that uh, rather the mechaber said that um, in sifkaton by sifkaton chavtes. Once again, the Ramaz says v'yitlim beloy bracha, wash him without a bracha. Rutzalayma sholish pa'amim machmas safik nechem shnei asif mashanachaseh. Wash him three times because you have a safik. Generally speaking, we say it's a brachas lahakil. You have a doubt of bracha, so you're lenient, and you don't make a bracha. However, the achroinim do not agree. The achroinim do not agree with them with the Ramandis, and that's the Mishnah brings down here in Sifkat Lamit. That's why it's very important when a person is learning Mishnah not just to see the Mechaber Ramah and turn the page. Oh, that's the halacha. Now, I'm not saying you don't have who to rely on. Well, the Maisa, that's not what the Mishmur says. He says, There are those Achreinim who disagree. The Bach, the Sotu is brought down the Maisa Rav as well. Not like the Ramah. Maisa Rav is the Groh. You do have to make a Bracha. And there are those that agree with this approach. Take a look in Shari Tshuva. As well as the Arches Achayim. Now, everything we discussed until now is talking about a case when the person did not use the basic kisi, did not use the restroom. So, in other words, the person's up a whole entire night and he did not use the restroom. That's 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 the case that our Sif Yudgim was talking about. A person used the restroom before davening. 
Haskamas achroinim de bazet sarich lito yodav levarach. The haskama, the conclusion and the agreement of the achroinim is sarich lito yodav levarach. You have to wash your hands and make a bracha. Again, nochel lasses the chadchilo b'mishneir kol alaylo. A person who's up a whole entire night could go in below shuas, for example, below shuas. Yes, it's rocha. She used the restroom. Or yato ma'im yashev. The shows of kol yami is chayiv levarich. And then you're up a whole night. Shuas, you yourself can make the bracha after you use the restroom. You can make the bracha of Alan Tilsadayim. You don't have to wait for the one who slept at night. You yourself can make Alan Tilsadayim. You yourself can make the bracha Ashiyatzer. The same thing could apply in there. Forget about uh, just a once a year situation. Let's say you have physicians who have a night shift uh, and, and they're up a whole entire night. Right? You have doctors up a whole entire night. So now the question is, what do they do in the morning? So that's exactly what we're saying over here. So they themselves, after they use the restroom, which which is the, the best approach over here, then you make the bracha on then you make the bracha of Asher Yatzah. Uh, we did this mention that there's a bear Allah that says, let's say you sleep with gloves on. Now, why would a person sleep with gloves on? Just a practical situation. Sometimes people have uh, rough skin or an issue with their skin, and they put on a certain moisturizer before they go to sleep, and they put on a certain type of glove on top of this, and this way it'll help heal their skin. If they don't put the glove on, when they're sleeping at night, it's going to be rubbed off with the blankets and the sheets. So that person did not touch any makam So the Be'er says, so according to the rush, you wouldn't have to make a new bracha because according to the rush, you would not have to make a new bracha because your hands are clean. Your hands are clean. You only wash because of the ruach ra, the impurity, but you don't make a bracha because like we said a few times, that we don't make a bracha when there's ruach ra. However, even if you slept with gloves on, we're learning now that if you use the base say, you still would make a bracha al sedayim. And I just want to point out that if people are listening to the recordings and you have questions, please reach out to me and I hope to help and assist with your questions. Thank you.